You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. Is Greece one of your bucket list destinations? All three of us have been there and we're here to tell you that if it's not on your list, go ahead and add it. In today's episode, Jess is sharing how she went on a luxury vacation to Greece, valued at $10,000 and paid less than $500. Stay tuned to hear how she did it. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. So today, Jess is the star of our show as we interview her about her her recent trip to Greece. So Jess, how the heck did this trip to Greece come about? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I have wanted to go to Greece. Like my best friend and I talked about going to Greece 10 years ago when we were much younger and didn't have as much responsibilities as we do now. But and you probably weren't travel hacking at that point. I'm we assuming. weren't travel hacking. Well, the whole reason we didn't go is because we couldn't afford it. You know, like I think we were <laughs> yeah. in college. I think we were in college at the time and we started looking into it and we were like, no, we can't really afford to stay at the kind of places that we want to stay at. And so we ended up not doing it. And summer 2021, we both got COVID at the same time. I got it from her. And we were just like at home quarantining and I had a lot of time on my hands. And so I was researching trips that I wanted to take. And so I texted her and I said, hey, we should make Greece happen. I'll tell you what cards to open. Like, let's do it. And she was like, yes, I need to get out of this house. Like, let's do it. So that is sort of how it started. I'm just curious, Jess. So this friend of yours, does she live in Houston with you or what's, you know, how did she become your friend or? So that she was willing to trust you with all of this. Yeah. So she does. She lives. She actually lives right down the street from me. And we have known each other since we were kids. And so we go way back. And she is what I like to call a travel hacker light. And basically for me, what that means is she does not actively seek out cards. She basically just texts me and says, hey, what card should I open now? Or if I'm trying to get her to go on a trip with me, I will text her and say, hey, this is the card you need to open. Um, So she trusts me and she believes in travel hacking, but she's just not quite at our level. Sounds like my sister and a lot of my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. <laughs> so when you started, to, when you decided to go, how did you decide when to actually book it? No, I mean, we, I wanted to, she has a much stricter work schedule than I do. And so it was basically a matter of like, when can we go to where you will miss the fewest days of work, but we can still go for, you know, a good amount of time. We wanted to go for at least a week. And so we decided to go in 2022 over Labor Day week. And so um, she works for the federal government. And so she would have off on Labor Day. And we would leave the Friday night before, and then we would come back the following, like, two Sundays later. And so we went from a Friday night to a Sunday, 
and she technically only missed four days of work. And so it worked out well. And it was a time where like our kids would be in school. And so, you know, we wouldn't have to really find someone to watch them during the day. And so that timing just sort of worked out. And we we figured at the time we were like, well, surely by September 2022, like COVID will be over with. No one will be getting COVID anymore, you know. But yeah, so that's just sort of how we came up with the timing. And I was I did some research and it's, you know, it seemed like September was a good time to go to Greece. It's more of like a shoulder season versus the summer tends to be the peak season. And so, yeah, that's how we that's how we decided on the dates. So one of the things that I was thinking about is that We've been to Greece, and both times that I've been have been the shoulder season, too, and that is like a perfect time. It's not quite as hot as it can be in the summertime. Really a great time to go. But there are so many islands in Greece. So there's so many places I want to go to. How did you decide what islands you were going to visit? We decided, okay, I decided based on where the Hyatts were located is basically how I decided which islands I wanted to go to. And I know we, so we ended up going to, we flew into Athens and we ended up going to Mykonos and Santorini, which I know was like super, you know, everyone goes to Mykonos and Santorini. And I, there, I agree with you. Like there are so many that I want to go back to, but I knew I wanted to go to Santorini because I've seen pictures of Santorini and I was like, I need to go there. It looks gorgeous. And then Mykonos just sort of worked out when we originally planned that we wanted to go to Greece. All those years ago, we had talked about going to Mykonos. And so it was kind of just like we wanted to go and check it out and see what it was all about. And there were Hyatts on Mykonos and Hyatts on Santorini. So it worked out. So that's kind of a good segue into how you got your hotel points. So let's talk about your hotels first and then we'll talk about flights. So tell us like, where did you stay? Obviously, we know you stayed with Hyatt's. Yeah. Um, which hotels did you stay at? And then how did you get the points? And how did you do that? Like with your front and did the two of you split it? Did you and and also when did you book it? Like did you how far in advance did you have to book it to get these places? So that was a lot of questions. <laughs> See if you remember them all. Yeah, no, I so one of the things I love about Hyatt is that it's so easy, A, to earn Hyatt points because you can earn them through the Hyatt cards or you can earn them through Chase and then transfer them over. And it is easy to combine points between two or more people. You don't have to live in the same household. You don't have to be related. You know, you can transfer your Hyatt points to anyone. And so I knew I wanted to stay at Hyatt. For so in we flew into Athens and in Athens we stayed at the Grand Hyatt Athens, which we I had a couple of free night certificates with Hyatt and I was able to use those there. So we stayed two nights at the Grand Hyatt Athens. I believe it's a category three. It's either a three or a four. And so I used two free night certificates for us to stay in Athens. And then in Mykonos, we stayed at the Mykonos Riviera Hotel and Spa. That one was 30,000 Hyatt points a night. So we split that one. We stayed two nights. And so we each paid 60,000 Hyatt points. And then in Santorini, we stayed at the Cannabis EF Suites, which was amazing. That one is a whopping 40,000 Hyatt points a night. And we stayed three nights. 
So it was 120,000 Hyatt points total or 60,000 each. As far as I am concerned with my half, with my share, I have a lot of Chase points and a lot of Hyatt points. So I didn't really have to do much. I already had that many points just from racking up Chase. You know, I'm constantly looking to rack up Chase points. For her, I actually referred her her for the Chase Sapphire Preferred. She had had the Chase Sapphire Preferred previously, but it had been more than 48 months. And that's pretty good. She already had such a good card. She hadn't even like gotten into travel hacking yet. Yeah. So, you know, she did the whole downgraded it, waited a while. And then I referred her for the Sapphire Preferred. I believe when I referred her, the bonus was like 80,000 points. And so... She got that. I got the referral bonus, which I told her I would put towards, you know, our our Hyatt total. And so after all that, we had enough between the two of us to book it. And I booked. So the the one in Santorini, the Cannabis ES Suites, is notoriously difficult to book. I booked that one like 13 months in advance. Like when the calendar opened, I booked that one, which I know was not realistic for a lot of people. There are several Hyatts on Santorini, and they all honestly look amazing. And so I wouldn't fret if, like, you cannot get that one. But, yeah, I booked that one 13 months in advance. I think the Mykonos one I maybe booked 10, 9 or 10 months in advance. And then the Grand Hyatt Athens wasn't difficult to book. I think I booked that one maybe 4 or 5 months in advance. So, and then, yeah, and so then she... We combined points. There's Hyatt has what's called a points combining form that you can Google. So she transferred her half of her points to me. And I, I love when you can like go on a trip like that with somebody because it just makes it so much cheaper than like if you went with your husband like that. Yeah, no, if, if I went with my husband, that would have been I mean, it was already like even just paying half of those points was like. Oh, that's a lot of points, you know, for one trip. But it was like a bucket list trip, yeah. you know. So I was like, if we're going, like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to go back. Well, you talked about doing it for 10 years. You had to do it right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we have to stay at the nice places. We have to, you know, do it up big. And so um, so it was worth it for us to splurge on those. But I will say there are cheaper, you know, options on points that require fewer points if you didn't want to splurge quite as much as we did. Hey, Jess, I, I asked you recently about what your most favorite Hyatt stay was. And what did you tell me your most favorite Hyatt stay was? Yeah, it was the Cannabis Ia Suites in Santorini. It was just like, I mean, we just had the standard base room, you know, but even that was like, amazing it was two stories there was like stairs and the bed the bed was upstairs and the living room was downstairs and you just woke like we woke up in the morning and sat up in bed and the windows were open and it looked like a postcard like it didn't I was telling Pam I was like it looked like a green screen like it didn't even look real because the that hotel is like on the caldera and so you just look out and you can like see the mediterranean you can see all the white you know like the picture you think when you think of greece like the caldera with like the white buildings that's what you see when you just sit up in bed and i was like the like we kept saying to each other how are we here how how are we staying at this hotel for free you know like it's insane i mean and that hotel is like 
very expensive, right? Like if you were to stay there on cash. Yeah. So I actually have a little spreadsheet that I put together when I was planning this trip. And so the room we were in was would have been $2,000 a night. Whoa. So for our three nights, it would have been $6,000 to stay there. And obviously we would not have paid that. (laughs) Like now you can understand why we couldn't afford to go where we wanted to go in college. But yeah, it would have been $6,000 for us to stay there. And so it was just like a dream come true. That is insane. That hotel is not like a traditional, it's not like a high brand hotel, correct? Like it, Right. So tell us kind of how that worked and some of the benefits you got when you stayed there. Right. So it is part of Hyatt's small luxury hotel collection, which means that while it's not technically a Hyatt hotel, they have partnered with Hyatt. And so you get a bunch of benefits just for staying there and booking through Hyatt. You do not have to have status with Hyatt. So as long as you're a Hyatt member, which is free to join on their website, you get a ton of benefits. Like we got free breakfast daily and this hotel was not cheap. Like if we paid out of pocket for breakfast, it would have been a pretty penny to eat breakfast because the breakfast is like outside on a terrace that overlooks the caldera and is beautiful, you know. And so we got free breakfast, free Wi-Fi, early check-in, late checkout. You are normally able to get a room upgrade like a one category room upgrade based on availability. When we were there, it was sold out. It's not It's not a very big hotel. So it was sold out when we were there, but we were ecstatic with just the base room. And all the rooms have like a little plunge pool suite or a That's little plunge so pool nice. like on the, yeah, on the balcony. And so we would come back from dinner and I would just like get on my swimsuit and get a glass of champagne and sit in the plunge pool and look at the caldera all lit up at night. And I was like, is this real? Like it was. Yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah. It just takes me back to when my mom and I went back in 2018 and I'm like, I miss it. I want to go back. But we didn't stay in such a nice place as you. So that's on my wish list. But it was still amazing. And you know, sometimes it's still amazing. I'll still I'll have people that will say, "Oh, you know what? Santorini, Santorini was kind of disappointing," or I don't know what the hype is. Well, I had to go back the second time I went to Santorini. I don't know if I can go back to Greece and not go to Santorini. I, I get maybe I'm a sucker for hype, but I love it. I, I totally agree. And like I, I mean, I had hyped it up in my mind, you know, and then we got there and I was like, this is even better than I imagined. Yeah. So I think sometimes people think like you hear that it's really crowded and it can, it is like at sunset when the cruise ships come by, but then when those cruise ships leave, it's not crowded. It's yeah. I mean, we did, I don't know if it's because we went in September, but like we really didn't have a huge issue. Yeah. That's when we went too. And we, I didn't feel like it was bad either. So I'm like, I don't know what it's like in July. And I don't plan on finding out. I loved going in September. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm assuming then with you, with you booking that hotel 13 months in advance, that you booked your hotels first and then figured out your flights. Yeah. So we booked the hotels first 
And I just said, if we have to change it, we have to change it. But I want to, you know, secure these dates. And it just so happened that like the stars aligned and our flights worked out the way we wanted them to. And so that's not always the case, but it does help to plan in advance. And people always, when I tell them how far in advance I book trips, they are like, oh my gosh, that's so far in advance. And I'm like, yeah, but I get I get the flights and the hotels that I want, you know? And so it's a trade-off, you know? It's it's either you book far in advance and you get exactly what you want or you wait or you wait and you kind of have to just settle for whatever whatever's left and assuming that's even assuming there is availability, you know? And so. availability that's not a ton more points, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're getting what you want for the price you want. Yeah. You have time to like, oh, I booked my hotel 13 months ago. I have some time here to figure out my flights. If they're a little, if they're not looking good right now, I can wait and see exactly. if more availability opens up. So that's really nice. So speaking of flights, tell us about them. Okay. So I was super, I was super pumped about our flights. I knew that we wanted to fly Turkish Airlines because I had heard a lot about them and they fly from Houston to, to Athens with a layover in Istanbul. And so I was like, that's perfect. And so I opened at the time the city premiere had an 80,000 um, point sign up bonus. And so I opened the city premiere and then I told my friend, I was like, you need to open this card also. So she opened it and was approved right away. The nice thing about the city premiere is it gets 3x on a lot of really good categories like restaurants and gas and groceries. And so I basically told her, Try to meet the minimum spend in those categories because we need we each need 90,000 points to fly round trip in business class to Greece on Turkish Airlines. What a great price. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, that's literally um, that's amazing. Yeah. So we both hit our minimum spends. You know, I was like, buy a lot of groceries, get your gas, fill up your tank with your city premiere, use it when you go dine out. So anyways, after hitting our $4,000 minimum spend, we both had over 90,000 points on our city premiere card. And then Turkish Airlines opened up their calendar and our flights were available for the 45000 each way. So did you book those like right when they became available then? Yeah. Yeah. So what we did was I transferred my 90000 to my Turkish account. She transferred her 90000 to her Turkish account. And then I booked us both one way and she booked us both coming. Like I booked both of us going to Athens and then she booked both of us coming home from Athens. And so we did two one ways, but that way we each we each used our 90,000 miles. And that was that was only my second flight ever in business class. And it was her first flight ever in business class. And so it was it was just really fun to be able to to do that and the flights i think each one would have been like four thousand dollars if we were paying cash we saved it's just crazy like one welcome offer saved us almost four thousand dollars each well turkish is such a nice airline and that's what alex flew her for um business class seat was on turkish when we went to greece to and tell them the favorite part about meal service, Alex. Oh, yeah. Jess, you'll have to tell us if you love this, too. Was what when they come by to give you your food, the little guy, the the server or whatever, they're in like a chef hat 
And they have their little gold trolley. Yeah, it's like they have chef on board. And little tea light. It's like so like cute and fancy. Yeah. The f- the food was amazing. Um, and we got so we we were in business class from you know, both ways from Houston to Istanbul and then from Istanbul to Athens. And the food was amazing. We slept so well. Like I think we each got six or seven hours of sleep. Which is a lot on a flight. Um, How long was the flight? I think to Istanbul, it was like 11 hours. And then we had we had like a two hour layover in Istanbul and we got to go to the Turkish business lounge, which I think both of you have been. And it's amazing. And like it's one of my favorite lounges. Yeah, it's like an experience in and of itself just to go to that lounge. And then the flight from Istanbul to Turkey was just like an hour and a half. But even on that, I mean, not Istanbul to Athens was like only an hour and a half. But even on that flight, we were in business class. And we got served like a full meal. And was that lay flat seats as well on that flight? Same yeah. plane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same plane. That's how it was for us too, in, which is really nice because a lot of times when you're doing a business class flight in Europe, it's just like a normal plane with the middle seat blocked. So yeah, no, it was so the nice. exact same plane. And and so, but we were so full, you know, because we ate, we ate two or three meals on the flight from Houston to Istanbul. And then we went to the lounge. We went to the Turkish business lounge and ate a bunch of food there. And then we got back on the plane and they start bringing us a menu and the and the chefs come out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're feeding us again. And so yeah. we did not go hungry at all on our venture to Athens. I'll say, too, like having flown a couple other business class flights since then. I think Turkish has some of the best food of any. I totally agree. Flight that I've gone on, and I've done Emirates and Qatar as well, and I think the food on Turkish was better than those. Even it was like that was definitely the best part, in my opinion, was the food and like the service was also really good. Yeah, and did they do turn down service for you? Yes, I love it. We were. My friend was like, "How am I ever going to fly economy again?" I was like, "I know. I don't." You're like, know. "Well, I will have some more cards I can recommend for you." <laughs> I know. I know. And so nice too that you could do it out of Houston, and you didn't have to like fly into a different airport. Yeah, to we, take that business flight because when we did it, we had to fly to Chicago, and then we flew from Chicago to Istanbul. So so nice that you could just do it right out of Houston. Yeah, and so. It's it was super convenient. We got access beforehand. Like my my friend normally flies Southwest everywhere, which I'm not knocking Southwest. We fly Southwest a lot too and have a companion pass and all that. But she just had no idea that like this even experiences like this exist. So it was like even just starting at the airport, we had access to the Polaris Lounge in Houston because Turkish and United are you know, both Star Alliance partners. And so if you're flying international business class, you get access to the Polaris Lounge. And even just in the lounge, she was like, wait, we we get all this food for free. Well, yeah, like we you had food there too. Like you really didn't go on. Oh my gosh, we were so full. So we had like dinner and champagne and the cookie skillet in the Polaris Lounge. Then we got on the plane and had dinner and breakfast and then lunch at the lounge and then a second lunch. So we got our money's worth just like in food. Yeah. But yeah, so she so I feel like I just opened her eyes to the possibilities that there are 
you know, with flying. Yeah, I, that is awesome. I think that's one of the things that's really fun about sharing travel hacking with people, even people who are travel hacker lights, is that to watch their expression about what they're able to do with points and miles is kind of priceless. And it's just really fun to be able to share that kind of experience with either a friend or a spouse or a sister or anybody. Totally agree. Is there any like last things you want to share about your trip before we end the episode? It was it was a huge pinch me moment. And I know that we talk about that a lot, but it's just one of those things where it was like decades in the making us going to Greece and it finally happened and I'm so I'm so glad that we waited and went how we wanted to versus trying to scrap together yeah like do a budget vacation our money and like do a very budget Greece trip like I'm sure it still would have been great but to be able to go I mean but we would have but the thing is we would have spent more going the budget route than we did yeah your budget tip would have cost more yeah I mean we spent I think the taxes on our flights were around $400 each. And then the Hyatts were completely free because Hyatt doesn't charge taxes or resort fees or anything on awards days. And so, you know, for we, we paid for the ferries between the islands, but that wasn't super expensive. You know, so for less than $1,000, we went for seven nights in like luxury properties in business class round trip and just had like an amazing bucket list experience for less than we would have spent cobbling our money together in college. I love it. I love how your trip just shows that you can take a luxury vacation to an amazing sought off destination like Greece for nearly free. You can get your friends involved in your new hobby and make it even more fun. Exactly. And even get some referral points along the way. We're referring your friends. If you want to enjoy all the beauty that Greece has to offer, make sure to check out the show notes and register for our masterclass so you can learn how to travel for nearly free too. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.